Hey, I'm Alan McGuire. And I'm Sarah Griffin. And this is Juvenalia, a podcast where we talk to an interesting person about a bit of pop culture that was important to them when they were young. Our guest today is a director and writer of Bicycle Thieves Pumped Up. It's Connor O'Toole. Hello. Welcome to the show. Hey, thank you very much for having me, Alan. Thanks for having so me, So good to have you. Thank you guys. Very uh, exciting. For uh, reminding me about uh, Fly Away Home, a film that I occasionally bring up that I I watched a thousand times as a child, but actually haven't seen in about 20 plus years. <laughs> I feel, I'd never heard of it before, and I feel like we're going to get into it in great detail because... Um, it's an amazing film and I love it, but I feel like it should be more of a reference for people. I, I was surprised I hadn't heard of it once I saw yeah. it. It feels like it should be a big thing for everybody's childhood. It was around. It's incredible. In 1996. I think maybe it's, I think maybe it's not as big a kids' film as you expect because at one point a guy shouts, "Holy shit!" <laughs> <laughs> it just takes and, one. It just takes one. I mean, takes. to dive right into it, it does start with the most realistic uh, POV car crash I've uh-huh. ever seen in a film. Yeah. Uh, so, 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 just to so say, you know, yeah. I. Um, I started watching this film this morning at 5 a.m. with my daughter, who's three, oh. and immediately went, mm-hmm. I remember the start of this film, and skipped seven <laughs> yeah. minutes in. So I haven't seen that bit that you're talking about in about 25 mm-hmm. years. Uh, yeah. But also, um, when, I was a, when I was a kid, my ma had died, and so I was like, oh, mm. I know why I watched this film a bajillion times. Right. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm glad I I missed that bit. That sounds like it would have been traumatic. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's uh it was a surprise. It's like very slow, like Sarah McLaughlin type piano music. That song that's at the start and the end, mm. and then just a very realistic like first person kind Jesus of experience. Christ. Yeah. Anna Packin um, handles it like a like she is serious as a heart attack. You know, like she's all eyeballs and sincerity during those scenes. It's a tough opener. Like yeah. it's a tough one. Mm. I can imagine if I'd watched it as a child, I would have been like, "Nope, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. goodbye." I'm going to watch mm. a cartoon. It's he- it's heavy going up front. Now it becomes enormous and it's visually astounding. But that's a hard opener. Like it's mm. a really really heavy go- heavy going the, one. You keep know? the kids on edge. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> they should be learning at every single junction. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Surprise, kids. That's life. <laughs> uh, so I guess f- for the the I assume lots of us haven't seen sure. it. Give us a, like a brief. I'll, I'll try my best uh, to, to summarize it. I yeah. like I said. Yeah. I watched the first forty minutes of it this morning with my daughter at five in the morning, uh, and then she was like, "This is boring," and I was like. This is the longest you've ever watched a live action film, so I'll, I'll take it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then I went off and worked for the day, and then I watched the rest of it in the last hour. And I watched, a, a, I'd say, about a third of the last hour of it uh, at like double speed just so I could get it done in time. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but I, I got there, and I correctly remember the bits that you can just kind of like watch at double speed. It's, you, you get, you get I the mean, gist. <laughs> the last 40 minutes, a lot of it is just landscape shots. A lot of it is just so you flying can... birds. Yeah. Great landscape shots, though. Like, not a dot mm. of CGI, as far as I can tell, man. Like, that's a lot of very labored fucking cameras hanging off the side of plane There's shit. A like, it's a good bit of real footage there. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe yeah, go, yeah. Go check out the East Coast of America. <laughs> yeah. It sort of had a tourism board quality to it, yeah. some of it, all right. You know, I would like to visit Pennsylvania's coasts. <laughs> I think yeah. about it. Yeah. I want to go to a weird inland beach in North Carolina. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So here's my 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 cliff notes of of what Flyway Home is about. Mm. Uh, Anna Paquin uh, is in a car crash with her ma who dies, and they were in New Zealand because that's what Anna Paquin's accent is. 
and then she goes to live with her dad in Canada, who she hasn't seen in a long time, and who has a spaceship in his garage that he's very proud of. And then some people are like destroying forests. And so Anna Paquin uh, finds a bunch of goose eggs. And she's, oh, and she's like, she's got a, she's got a, 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 a stepmother kind of character who she is cold towards. And then she has a bunch of goose eggs. They hatch, as you'd expect. Uh, and then there's like some shenanigans where uh, an animal guy wants to, help but then he's like nah I'll just clip these wings off these geese and everyone's like no and then he's the bad guy and then uh and then they're like oh let's fly these geese south in a plane on a with a plane because they're, they're her dad's a big like flying guy who loves light aircraft like, like um, icarus vibes like risky business yeah. this is made out of a couple of like toilet roll holders yeah, yeah, and a yeah, bit yeah. of love and sellotape like <laughs> when you said like i thought you were gonna say um like john mcafee but then <laughs> <laughs> fuck John McAfee man like, that's a whole different end of a podcast but fuck that guy yeah, he's terrible um, dick you know about his oh, wow. you know about his flying thing uh, I know I know There's way too much about John McAfee yeah. like this guy is like a full murderer like this guy sucks. I don't care about his planes I care about his people killing um, fuck that guy but you know the, uh, the no, other pe- the, person that he killed with his plane you know about that person <laughs> That's pretty, no. yeah, that's pretty much what I'm talking about. He's a killer. Like, yeah, the guy sucks. Yeah. I listened to a very good podcast about him recently uh-huh. and I was standing in my kitchen chopping vegetables like frozen to the spot being like, what virus software? Yeah. I've seen this man's name more times than I can count and he's a people ender. Mm-hmm. Don't enjoy yeah. him now, not at all. Wait till you hear, the planes are terrible. Yeah. Wait till you hear about the salacious life of Michael Avast. <laughs> <laughs> not a virus taken down among them. <laughs> Riddled all of us. Not to mention Ed Norton, the actor. (laughs) He's actually and Simon Windows Defender, of course. Yeah, yeah. Simon Windows Defender. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah, I was gonna say. So yeah, they fly. So they're gonna build some planes. They're gonna fly. Then, what I think is probably the most generous bit of parenting in the film. uh, There's a bit where where uh, Jeff Daniels is like, okay. I'm going to let my daughter fly a plane uh, with these geese and I'll fly with her. And uh, his partner's like, that's uh, mad. You shouldn't do that. <laughs> it um, cuts out of the house. You can just hear her. The beleaguered, like, mm-hmm. I, her, she's typecast. Like, I, I feel for her character <laughs> so badly. She's just agonized stepmother, you know? Yeah. She's like, you are not letting that child go over yeah. the plane. Yeah. And it's shot in a way where you can just hear her screaming at him. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Oh, I'm tired on her behalf. Is what I am. It is. It is something you would scream. I yeah. think it's. It's not something you can say reasonably yeah. calmly because if yeah, you got Daniels to the point where you need to say it, looking. things are like, fair enough. Yeah, it's the only yeah. reason she's still in that yeah. house. My God. I, I have huge uh, empathy for, with the. I or not empathy. I. I understand the Jeff Daniels character to a very deep and tragic level. <laughs> he possibly informed a lot of my my uh, my adult personality. Possibly. I mean, I saw this film a lot. But uh, I'm just thinking, like, there's a bit where, because he's like, when he talks to her first about it, to his partner, he's like, what if I, what if I build her a plane as well? And then we both fly the, the geese down. But then, like, about, she freaks out at him. And then about five minutes later, he sells off his, like, lunar lander and buys an airplane. And actually, you'd think that the sacrifices send the lunar lander. But in my experience, as a person who likes to make 
stuff out of shite lying around. It's the actually buying the new thing that is the real. <laughs> buying a thing that's already been Buy, made by an, a stranger. Yeah, like an expensive one. Are you kidding me? <laughs> that's love. That's love right there. That is, yeah, yeah. <laughs> buy I, the fancy thing for your kid. Yeah. Like, when I buy and hers my... looks like a fucking bird. Yeah. Hers looks like a giant goose. It's, a good, it's very good. It makes his look it's like a crock good. of shit. <laughs> it's like the <laughs> opposite. She like soars through the sky and it literally an enormous goose it's just that mm-hmm. little that little yeah. extra detail yeah. which you would like to give to a 13 yeah. year old girl it's, it's, you know it's like almost exactly an, in, an inverse icarus story where uh yes. where icarus has yeah. the good plane and his da has the shit ass <laughs> plane what's icarus's da called uh he like he he, he has a hammer <laughs> oh, that's the wonder killer he, he builds all the no i'll, I'll figure it out sir I, I got this one <laughs> i got this it's um Sicarus. <laughs> no, I actually he's the guy. We do know his name. Yeah, he's the guy who builds D- Daedalus, isn't it? I think it's Daedalus. Yes, is it? Yeah, there we yes, go. it is. Fabulous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I had to look that up because I'm lazy, but yeah, that is that is his name. And he, like, uh, his his first his his Wikipedia entry is pretty sad. So I'm just gonna close it. <laughs> <laughs> He didn't have a night. I don't think any of those boys had a particular he's nice time. A, and I think Jeff Daniels had a, a way better time. He's not a real. Like, he's not a real boy, though. Right? No, no, no. Is he? Is he rolling in his grave at this time? I don't know. Uh-huh. Uh, so yeah, they, yeah Jeff Daniels they, they get planes. Yeah, yeah. They get planes. Then uh, she successfully flies the plane with the geese following her, which is very exciting. And it's then, the, then they're like, well. yeah. Then they're like, done. We figured this out. And then even the the goose that's rubbish manages to fly a bit. And they're like, you did it. Well Igor. done. Igor, yeah. you're a champ. Uh, but then the um, the local uh, animal welfare officer, <laughs> quite probably correctly, uh, goose cop, all, yeah. all the geese. Very much in like in the um, the vein of the EPA being the bad guys in Ghostbusters. The animal protection officer is the yeah, bad guy. In this one. Yeah, 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 mm. yeah. So he he kidnaps all the geese while they're off trying to find Igor, who uh, flew too close to the plane and got smacked which looks to me like a real piece of footage that they just got while they were filming and went how do we use this in the most dramatic possible way there were I 60 geese there were 60, 60 baby geese so i would imagine i at had least i was eagle-eyed for the credits to see if there was anybody harmed <laughs> and they left it right till the very very end like come on be the disclaimer come on but they did have it at the very end nobody was harmed they were fine there was, fine. Some, there, there was cgi in the credits as well so there's a little oh, bit there's, there's oh, for okay. sure cgi because <laughs> we are we are 1996 we're like three years past dressing yeah Park. yeah and what are it, geese except velociraptors it, it did remind me exactly so, of jurassic park yeah which yeah. was the other film it has that, that same gradient it's like mm. their Pantone visual color palettes are very, very similar, like mm. earthy browns, greens, like it's mm-hmm. they're they look the same. They have the same yeah. kind of cinema child Probably in the them. Anapakin is Yeah. Like really, really similar look. And the that is sort of a particular time in cinema where a child in a cinema just looks kind of gangly and shite and awkward. <laughs> and like like I like like we all yeah. would have looked like a real child, do yeah. you know? And I think the kids in Jurassic Park kind of just look like real children. And I think Anna Packin if you made that now, she wouldn't look like she does. Do you know what I mean? I love yeah. her in it because yeah. she's so scrubby yeah. and clean faced yeah. and like a child. Is it just me? You know? Or do children in children's media have like fatter heads now <laughs> things are different now like they I, got more eyes i think people yeah. are i think people are like you know obviously people are choosing different children to be in things but i feel like children are more like like cartoon characters now in the way that they like have big 
mm. big faces and big eyes, and they're quite wide. That's YouTube, man. <laughs> that's the fourth. That's yeah. the fourth wall. And it's Disney casting for Disney characters as right. well. Mm-hmm. I was in my pal's house with her two and a half year old little fella yesterday, and he's really into this dude called Bippy, mm-hmm. who likes cars. Mm-hmm. And Bippy like explains cars and motorbikes. Uh-huh. And Bippy is at least, I would say, a conservative sixty percent eyeball. And the way that he's—he's he's a dude. He's just like yeah. a, a guy. And Nathan Rapper wrote an article about Bippy and yeah, about how sold he is. And Bippy's yeah. background is mad complicated. Like Bippy was It's weird, like pro military, pro police kind of. Bippy's like weird. A, he's a vet, I think. Like a, like yeah. a veteran. And before yeah, he was yeah. a car guy, he was like a gross mm. out guy. So Bippy's fucking weird. But the way adult? that he's shown. Yeah. Huh? Oh, yeah. yeah he's adult. adult. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the way that he's shown on the camera is that YouTube gaze, if you know what I mean. So I think. I actually think it's the way that people are shown yeah. rather than what they look like that makes them look like they've got bigger fucking heads. Yeah. You know, like yeah. it's camera angles and it's, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Certainly it's if, uh, if, mise-en-scene. Like, lots of, lots of, you know? like generally, like there's an awful lot of, I don't, I don't know how, how into the weeds of, of film deconstruction you get on this, this podcast. But yeah, there's a lot, a lot of this, There's guys, a lot of that and know? there's not an awful lot of like that really long, really distant uh, work like, like you had in, in the 90s. Back when, mm. back when we all, back when ninety mil was the was the minimum distance for a portrait, you wouldn't you wouldn't yeah. be cracking out your thirty five to shoot someone's singles in in the nineteen nineties. I think not. You wouldn't be taking a picture of yourself with your own hand like a sinner. No, you'd like, have to use a mirror for that. <laughs> you'd have to stand. You'd have to find a very okay, Nan Golden. Okay, like you know, <laughs> like it did look different. So it doesn't scan to me as a children's film. No. but it fucking is one you know yeah. in the same but also fucking my it reminded me very heavily of my girl um I seen that. even though it's wouldn't recommend zero out of ten very sad right be death <laughs> awful experience a bee terrible dies. time for everyone concerned no macaulay culkin gets stung to death by a bunch of fucking bees <laughs> and his childhood girlfriend mourns him <laughs> my girl talking about Girl. Like it's a bad time. I don't know why anyone showed. Oh yeah, I remember like when it came out, we all thought it was about like Macaulay Culkin and Anna Chomsky like collecting tadpoles together. But no, Mm-mm. as soon as we found out, it's like he dies. Yikes. But bees. He, he's allergic um, to every. He says he's allergic to everything very on the film, mm. and that turns out to be quite true. Right. Yeah. Uh, but mm-hmm. there's an aesthetic in this film mm-hmm. where I feel like all the shots are very t- very well considered, and like there's a sort of a. Like, she's very alone in it. She's sort of this kid in a world of adults, mm-hmm. you know, and she's having a hard old time of it. Yeah. And I think that you don't see that sort of liminal storytelling much now at all. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a it's a story about adults and a child, but yeah. it's, it's, I don't know, it's a tough one tonally just yeah. to read, isn't it? It's a weird one. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, yeah, there's an awful lot going on in it. Um, and mm. it's, it's very, like... There's a lot of kind of trauma that she goes through in the course of it. Like, like her 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 man gets killed in a car crash with her at the start, and then there are like a subsequent like four or five vehicle crashes throughout the rest of the film. <laughs> where her, like like the first thing she sees after she like moves in with her dad is her dad crashing a plane into the ground casually, <laughs> like yeah. no big deal. Like and her. she also. <laughs> She also adopts a fucking, I don't know what the collective noun for baby geese, a gaggle of baby geese who imprint on her and decide that she, a 13 year old girl, mm-hmm. is their fucking mother. Yeah. yeah. So she's just lost Pressure, her mother. Pressure's and she really becomes, on to not get killed in a car crash. 
a biological mother to a gaggle of tiny baby geese and she has to teach them how to fucking fly the right direction yeah, yeah. or cut their and wings she can't off fly. Like, She's a little girl. No, she cannot. Yeah. She's a child. She can barely hold shit together at all. Now, to be fair to her, she's a very stoic wee thing and she does give a great performance, especially uh-huh. in the face of the misfortunate stepmother yeah. who, when she first opens the door, I was like, is that fucking Jane Leaves? What is this floral dress and big fringe happening? She's a very 90s looking gal. Yeah. Like that outfit yeah. is trotted out across yeah. the board. Oh, yeah, no. Dana Delaney's in everything. When you, when you oh, my God. She's in A Little Desperate Housewives. So most people know. <sighs> she has that face, doesn't she? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But she, she, she also does the, the stepmom bit of like, I can't be your mother, mm-hmm. but I can be your friend. And I was like, oh. <laughs> no, like it's, <laughs> believe me, oh, this, it's labored. This, this film duped me into thinking that uh, when my dad remarried, that she wasn't going to be a total arsehole who hated me. Floral dresses and big fringes, Connor. We're going to be friends. No. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> she already had, and you she never already had her own th- friends. Her, her kids. <laughs> Did she have any baby geese, Connor? <laughs> any um, geese no, no. no. <laughs> none that reached, none that reached adulthood anyway. <laughs> you do feel at all times as though these geese aren't going to make it as well, man. I was there looking at them, like worried yeah. about them because I'm so used to fully CGI shit. I'm like, yeah, those are real yeah, baby are, geese, man. They're like geese. fragile little animals, you know. Recently, um, though, isn't there a bit in in like um, ninety nine? 99 red blue 99 101 dalmatians <laughs> isn't there a bit where like like three of them are like like born like dead and they're like ah oh, look these these dogs are dead uh, Cerberus. and they're yeah. like oh no actually they're fine <laughs> does that happen in that film i assume that you I guys just watch kids six films all day <laughs> only when people bring them up uh-huh. said, we're, yeah. we're sure. completely directed by other people's yeah. tastes I mean, and memories yeah. um, i also don't remember up, yeah. 100 animations because i also found it sad and did not enjoy it as yeah. a small child yeah. like i was like there's a few disney films that i watched as a kid and i was like mm, there's too much death in this i don't enjoy yeah. it and 101 animations just had a bad yeah. like aura or something yeah. and i didn't enjoy it at all uh the original novel that it's based on is fucking bananas as i recently learned it's about like sentient dogs who basically <laughs> wage a war with with humans and like ascend from space it's really next level stuff where they got it from but also there's a period in disney where they just had a great time with a bunch of death in front of you yeah so I feel like there's something more explicit feeling or a dangerous feeling mm-hmm. about it. You don't see it now. Everything's very, very, very sanitized. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is a kind of a grit to this film mm-hmm. and a sense of like chaos. It's also shot very, the, yeah. the, it's visually a very dark film. Yeah. It's not dark thematically. It's about a girl who saves a bunch of geese and everything goes fine, except for Jeff Daniels' fucking shoulder blade that gets mm-hmm. knocked out or whatever. Yeah. But um, it's very wholesome, sure. Yeah. But it looks... It, the cinematography is fucking gorgeous. Mm, like it's a I, really. It was, it was um, Caleb Deschanel. Oh, was it? Was it? Yeah. So he was nominated for a, an Oscar for this. Was film. he? Fair play yeah. to him. Oh, fair play. He fair directed three episodes play. of Twin Peaks as well, which <laughs> uh, tracks visually. I think it I can smacks see the link. of Twin Peaks. It yeah, really yeah. does. Like it has oh, yeah. a lovely. Yeah. There's there's a scene in it where she's like naming Igor the sad fucking goose mm-hmm. and like one of her dad's mates is like talking to her from below and whatever way the light is going into the barn mm-hmm. is fucking beautiful a barn a barn is good you can light a barn in some good ways because it's like you can just drill holes in that fucker and no one will know that they weren't there originally (laughs) suddenly you just got spots of light anyway like let it get banged up a little you know yeah yeah yeah. Um, Yeah, yeah. you don't want a new barn also 
Like they they made they did shoot so much of this. They did fly a bunch of fucking orphaned geese yeah. down across the border. Yeah, like it's, it's, all, all it's those beautiful a, city shots are real. It's based on like a book that, about a guy who did that, right? I yeah, think. and he's actually he was the actual uh, he was Bill Pullman's uh, like stunt oh, pilot for cool. this film. He, so sense. he actually they were there were sixty geese that he was planning right. on flying down anyway. <laughs> so they just did the film then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he is like an eccentric sculptor. He's like primarily a sculptor, is how he describes mm-hmm. himself. I think he died in 2017. Yeah. I think. But like amazing guy. Like, like that's cool. One of these like super creative eccentric guys who also pioneered this way of like saving rare birds because <laughs> he did. It, he started. He started like, like the in the film. The they talked to a professor mm-hmm. who's also a real person who uh, is also this amazing person who like um, was responsible for getting DDT banned as a pesticide and stuff. Mm-hmm. Wow. He discovered it was like turning up in baby penguins in the Antarctic and stuff like that. I think Bizarre. I'm probably I'm probably confusing three or four stories about him into one yeah. there, but definitely there was an Antarctic story he's, and a DDT. He's one. good anyway. He's a lot the of stuff. Guy. He has like yeah. he has two mountains in Antarctica named after him. Let's say you know he's good. Savage. Um, but this guy, the pilot guy, Bill Lishman, like he after he did like geese, he moved on to like cranes and trained them and flew them down to, like to Florida and stuff every year. And this is like a company he set up like relocating <laughs> geese. Anna Paquin's character does not exist in real life. He has yeah. two sons. They did not do the flight. He did the yeah, flight yeah, by yeah. himself. Yeah. Anna Paquin is... So why they made her from New yeah. Zealand and made her have to do but Anna, Anna Paquin is, is real, though. <laughs> she Anna Paquin is yeah. real. She She's from um, New Zealand. That's why she's got New Zealand accent. Oh, yeah, she? Yeah, yeah. Ah, I enjoyed okay. how much taxidermy was in this movie because I only know her from True Blood, and I was like, "There's so much taxidermy in True Blood." This is like a yeah. full circle moment yeah. for for Anna Paquin's like aesthetic. Have, have, have of, you guys watched like, the um, uh, Babe films recently? Because uh, because no Babe, Babe holds up remarkably well because mm. it's just puppets. It's like it's it's mostly just just real birds walking around and real pigs and stuff, and then they just got like a Jim Henson like rah, 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 and it's like <laughs> flawless. <laughs> like that's yeah. exactly what you should do. They cannot handle it. Yeah. No. no, too many tears. Absolutely too destroys sad. me. Can't yeah. do it. Too sad. We've got, Sorry, we've no got a talking a talking animal in uh, our film. Bicycle Thieves pumped up. Yeah. No way. Nice. Can we know what it is? Uh, or should I wait and see? I will. Uh, I will tell you that it's a, a mammal. Great. Mm-hmm. Four legs. Oh, can't know. Oh. Is it a human? Uh, it's voiced by a human. Okay. Okay. Voiced by Maeve Higgins. <gasps> oh, amazing! Uh-huh. Queen Maeve, excellent. And it's 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 yeah. a it's a, a claymation mammal that appears about an hour into the oh. film that uh, <laughs> is like c- comical in that it's it looks way more expensive than any other part of the film. <laughs> excellent. <laughs> like, excellent. What's this doing here? Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think that. So, in terms of making things, I'm like the Jeff Daniels inventor character. Yeah. Like, you do, you do make a whole lot of things. And do you think that you that the sort of this the like the buds of that started to come up? Hey, <laughs> from <laughs> from this time, like, is is this sort of the nexus point, Connor? I don't know. Like, is this the minute where it started, or like? I mean, I think like my dad was an engineer, and I just had a lot of tools in my garage growing up. Uh, and but yeah, I have I have gotten. I, I find it very hard to actually buy anything when I can uh, repurpose something else because I'm like I've got this I've got this huge pile of shit just right beside my desk here that you can't see. It's just loads of wood and bits of scrap metal and some. I showed you a tiny piece of mirror. I've got a whole really large mirror. Here I enjoy that so much. That, yeah, this, this is a mirror that I I accidentally well I was trying to make a two way mirror so that you could see through it. Um, you kind of, yeah, I, mean, yeah. I see the patches. You can see through parts of it. Mm. 
Yeah. Um, yes. But I was experimenting with it. Uh, and so you can see where I actually burned through the all of the aluminium when I was trying to polish it. Which means mm. actually you can't see. It's got a little shadow. You, you can't see, but I can see I can see perfectly through this. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um <laughs> But I, I feel remember, like, like, Daniel, that's like the beginning point. Yeah. Right? What were you saying there, Al? Like, I remember, like, at gigs, you would always be knitting, but everybody else would just be, like, <laughs> chatting and drinking. Yes! You would be, like, knitting something. You just, like, you see, you and Jeff Daniels, both seeing people who are just, like, knitting. need to be making like things making all stuff. the time. Yeah, me and, me and, yeah. me and old Jeff. Um, I don't, I haven't done any welding in a very long time. <laughs> so hmm. Jeff, Jeff, Jeff does a lot, a lot of metalwork and construction, uh, but I'm not, uh, that's not my, I haven't gotten... His metalwork... And construction gives me real fucking Burning Man dad vibes. Oh, for and sure, yeah. I, mm. I do not enjoy... I, that <laughs> gives me the, the run, like, yeah. leave the building feeling. I, mean, I was kind of looking at, like, the elephant. I was like, is that a burning... He <laughs> builds, bringing a desert, sir? <laughs> like, he builds a very bad giant dragon that... Mm. Uh, like, why, why are you building that? Because <laughs> he's going to bring it to the desert and a bunch of yeah. high people are going to be like, yes, well done, yes. I'm so moved. Finally, like, a metal dragon. Great. We stop at the goose heist. Oh, the heist. I mean, I love yeah. a heist. The goose heist. Love a heist. I love a heist where basically Ooh. it's the easiest heist in the world. Because <laughs> if like say in Ocean's Eleven, the gold <laughs> all had wings that would follow Danny Ocean out of the yeah. casino. Yeah. That would be like half of All it. the money is, all the money just wants to hang out with, with, uh, with, <laughs> with Matt Damon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So the, I, I actually, it's funny because I've, I've got a heist in, in, in my film that, is also a thing you wouldn't expect to have a heist in the middle of, but mm. love a bloody heist. A heist is just is just impeccable. Nice. Always always like a heist. Um, yeah, we were talking about in a Robin Hood episode last week about like my ideal Robin Hood film was just three heists of increasing complexity. Mm. And when the heist popped up in this, I was like, we're on a heist team. We're going with heists. Mm -hmm. Kerry's film yeah. that he really likes is the one about the magician to do a heist with Woody Harrelson. Oh yeah. Um, now you see now me. You see me. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. One and two. Yeah. Yeah. I, which yeah. isn't called now you don't unfortunately I, mm. I, yeah. I think I watched like because my friend Simon is insane about those films he loves them so much and I, I watched Simon Holland yeah 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 loves yes loves we love Simon <laughs> hi Simon <laughs> Simon hello um, but uh, I I didn't I mean maybe it was just my frame of mind at the time but I just didn't it was just it was crazy and too complicated a way for me to be able to unpack at the time <laughs> I think the way I look at them is I look at them as a very particular kind of American camp. Yeah. And it's camp that's like a black shirt and a matching black tie and a fedora. Mm -hmm. That to me is a kind of camp. Yeah. yeah as yeah. opposed to a more traditional camp. Yeah. I watch those and I think this is everyone here is winking at each other. Yeah. yeah but yeah. just at a slightly different frequency than wink. Like the wink is not up here. The wink yeah. is way down there. I think there's a there's a playfulness to them. Yeah. Um, I know it was, it was, but, written, yeah, by, it was written by someone who I, yeah, it's written by the men in black guy and the Bill and Ted's excellent adventure guy. Like those films are very good. <laughs> Aren't they? <laughs> and Waterford's um, hometown hero, Keith Barry was the magic consultant on it. As was well. he? Good way. Which led to Woody Harrelson playing bingo in the bingo hall in Waterford a couple of years ago. He turned up with Keith Barry and they played bingo together. Mm -hmm. Come on, Ireland. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Willie Harrison's our most famous person to ever visit, I think, yeah. <laughs> That'll right. do. I'll take it. Yeah, it's yeah. a good one. Do you guys know better than that Do you guys know the worst yeah. fact about about Flyway Home? Oh, oh no. Uh, well. <laughs> that nine years after 
Anna Paquin and Jeff Jeff yes. Daniels may uh-huh. fly away home. Yeah, the red squid. Yeah, they yeah, played yeah. lovers in Squid uh, in the Well. Sure did. Sure did. <laughs> that conversation must have been that's, that's bad, isn't it? <laughs> so tough. Yeah. Nine years. And I was like, like, how old is she in that film? Years. She's thirteen, man. She's a fucking whippet yeah. of a thirteen-year-old. Poor yoke. Like she's a nineties thirteen-year-old man. We all looked like shit when we were thirteen. <laughs> like and rightfully so. Yeah, we were all drinking right? in the pubs. You know, <laughs> <laughs> smoking fucking Benson yeah. and Hedges. Like, served at like, twelve because we all looked like, like fucking shit. <laughs> 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 I looked about forty, you know, like a sad malnourished forty. Uh-huh. But like, yeah, I did find that kind of troubling. And like Jeff Daniels is like. He's he's last days of hot in Flyway Home. Yeah, he's hot. Where you're like, mm. yeah. yeah, yeah. He's not. Yeah, but he's not first days of hot. He's a, he's like, yeah. that's the that's the cap for him. You know, mm-hmm. the hair isn't lasting. The hair is going, man. No, like no, he gets wispy. No, you know, no, 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 um, no way. He's a he does look he, very hot though. In fairness to him, I showed my wife a, picture up last night. I was like, Jeff Daniels is hot in this picture. She's like, that's when Dumb and Dumber came out. I was like, no, look at this. She's he's like, hot in Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> He's on Dumb Dumber. Yeah. Like Himbo's. Come on. Himbo's United. Are you serious? He's the other one, isn't yeah. he? Am yeah. I thinking of the wrong film? Am I doing this again? I, did, again? I, I find it in- incredibly unlikely that you're actually thinking of Dumb and Dumber and Jeff Daniels I'm is being hot. This up and I I'm think, like, I'm getting worried about myself. I think I, <laughs> I think partway through this film, I realized that Jeff Daniels and Jeff Bridges are different people. Uh, yeah. I was like, I'm I keep very, thinking Bill, Bill Pullman. No. I think it was Bill Pullman no. too. Like, yeah. yeah. I don't. I'm very bad at actor faces and names. There's five actors. Or human faces. Meet your cousin. I am so bad. <laughs> I am. There are more episodes of this fucking podcast where I just call someone by the flat wrong name for twenty minutes. I'm like, I'm not face blind, but mm. <laughs> I'm also looking at this dumb and dumb, and I'm like, no, it's not this film he's hiding. Um, <laughs> definitely not this one. <laughs> what is the one he's hiding? I was looking at him and I was like, I know you from somewhere hot, but I don't know where. Oh, man. Look good on him anyway. He does look kind of, and it, the way Kerry described him was he's sort of like you probably have, a, you've definitely had this moment because you've a three year old of that moment where you realize you're the same age as the parents in Rugrats. Oh, mm. God. Kerry and I are literally the same age as what Stu age, and Didi. What age are Stu and Didi? Fucking 35 and 33. Uh, like, yeah, fucking miles. Our miles age, off that, you know? Miles off that. Ah, you're <laughs> just cracked 30 like the end, end of last month. My um, goodness. Yeah. <sighs> I've been I see I did know that yeah. because when you did your font show, yeah. you were twenty one and I was like twenty four. I was like, he's twenty one and he's so brilliant. Yeah. I was like, what was I doing when I was twenty one? Crawling out of the womb? Surely he'll only he improve. That was a fucking great show, Connor. He'll talk about that fucking font show in his head. It was great. Um yeah, the yeah. Uh but yeah, the, the, so Jeff Daniels age. has that sort of adventure. <laughs> he has that sort of like burnt out uh, inventor dad energy that mm-hmm. Stu Pickles has, yeah. which is a very mm. mid-30s thing, mm. yeah. I yeah. think, where you're like, yeah. you're still doing it, but you're fucking yeah. real tired, yeah. you know? I feel like uh, I've been about 37 for about five years anyway. <laughs> like, I think mm. hopefully I can yeah. just kind of pull off being 37 for another 15 years. <laughs> I thought I was 37 all year this year, but turns out I'm actually 36. Oh. I just you know did how, something That's from the vaccine. That's from work. That's from trying to do yeah. the vaccine yeah. maths is what that is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm Jesus age and I don't enjoy it, but look, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's, it's all coming for us one way or another. Look, yep, we're all we're all age, aging out, climbing out. If this was Neolithic times, we this podcast wouldn't happen because we'd all be dead. <laughs> yeah, I think we're doing a great job. And we'd have to we're do, all tight. We would have had to do it live at like a rock or something anyway. <laughs> Every so often my mom marvels at how tall me and my sister are as some sort of like miracle of, of history that me and my sister are both yeah. like 5'10 and she's like 5'12. Like... She's just like, you guys got to drink orange juice as children, which is why you're so tall, you know? <laughs> and that gives me yeah. hope for the future generation of kids because yeah. they get they get so many more vitamins they could be than taller. we even did. You know, they could be fucking even yeah. taller. We might need did to raise all film, the doors up. Did watching this film as a dad now feel different, Connor? Yeah. Um Oh, oh God! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's a big one for you, darling. There's a, there's a massive yeah, question. <laughs> yeah, it was very nice watching it when Funny was sitting on my lap and just uh, yeah. being quiet. <laughs> yeah. No, no, she she was really transfixed by it, and I think that I, I think that I probably took a lot of cues from Anna Paquin as a as a kid in this film because because yeah. she's like just just does her she knows what she wants she goes and gets it determined and yeah yeah that is very much uh the style of my family <laughs> excellent uh, yeah i've i i saw i saw a glimpse of my own future i need to cancel that fucking pension and start saving for a, a an aerolite or whatever they're called <laughs> Or sixteen geese, at least, yeah. you know, to give her something, give her something to focus on, yeah. and like a summer in her teens. Oh, I tell you, you know? tell you, she loves an egg. As soon as those eggs showed up on screen, really? she was like, "Oh, <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> something's coming out of those eggs." Here we go. Is she chat much? Oh yeah, she's yeah, she's nonstop. Yeah, I mean, like she, she's three is so funny. At, at the moment, she's gotten. We've gotten. Uh, um, We've gotten big into uh, singing the all the songs from. There's a music. They made a musical TV film of Steven Universe a couple of years ago, uh-huh. which is incredibly good. It is unbelievable. Un- yeah, unbelievably good. It's just yeah, it's so it's powerful. A, it's a spectacularly great film in every. Rebecca show. Sugar yeah. is kind of our age, which is why I enjoy it because all of her visual and musical references are kind of the same as all of ours. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like Your so, age, you can feel. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, Connor. Exactly three years. Yes. Uh, but she is. She comes from the same sort of school. Like yeah. so when she talks with Steven Universe, she talks about The Simpsons and fucking Zelda. Weirdly. Mm-hmm you know and sailor yeah. moon and things like that yeah. and you can feel all that in it yeah and the tunes are amazing out of those, oh those shows but the me, tunes are great but me and my daughter just sing like we know all of those songs by heart now and spend a oh. lot of time singing them yes uh, that's fabulous spinel is a that's very amazing. fascinating character when you're three spinel. because she's like beautiful and really funny and fun but also extremely angry and extremely hard like wronged in a very interesting way her that, journey like, is tough and that mm. lovely reconciliation moment the live with us in the palace moment mm. is so powerful like yeah. it's fucking amazing and lisa hannigan sings on that as well so she up does. ireland she does um yeah. uh i feel like the sugar stuff reminds me of the way henson writes me or wrote music if that makes sense mm-hmm. like you look back on all the muppet movies and like the fraggles and stuff and they had such incredible songs like yeah. that sort of crawled out of sesame street or crawled out of the muppet movies and became anthemic yeah. and i think that rebecca sugar has the same prowess in that way yeah with her songwriting yeah she's like hands down she's great like it's she's incredibly good bangers why where's her disney movie give her a bloody I disney know. movie 
<laughs> get her into the Disney house someday. Lin Manuel Miranda's had enough. It's time yeah. for yeah. some other yeah. millennial favorites to step in. Yeah, gone, everything Miranda. has to sound like this. Yeah, like I enjoyed Moana fine, but I'm like, okay, Alexander Hamilton, I see you. Like it's the same pattern every time. But I don't think. I do think the way that they make children's cinema now is fundamentally different from things like Flyway Home or My Girl. Like the pathos seems to be missing. Like this is like not a fun movie. No, no, no. By any stretch of the imagination. It's very sincere and there's not a lot of like I enjoy looking at baby animals. So Mm. I was like alleviated by the baby geese. Yeah. It's a lovely day in the village and you were a tiny baby goose. Mm -hmm. I'm delighted. Yeah. but there's not a lot of playfulness in it. Like it's an adult movie about kids. It's not like a family movie. Yeah. Do you know? But but it is technically also. Yeah. So it's a it's a weird one. Yeah. It it hasn't got a lot of um levity. I'd say like it hasn't got a lot of kind of silliness. No. In the it. uncle character is has some jokes yeah. and stuff, but like was Terry Kinney is the actor it's who like... kind of Chris Gethardy. He would be played by Chris Gethardy if they made the film now. Is that mm. that would be a good stock joke. man? Yeah. yeah. Um, so he gets, he gets like his falling asleep in front of WWF. Mm-hmm. There's a cat. Hey. Yeah, the. Um... Oh, hello. Yeah, Who's this? This is Spudge Ollie. Can you say hello, Spudge? Can you say hello? Mm. She's she's very cheeky, aren't you? What is it about cats that every time, she, like, if she does anything, if she, like, stands on a table, I'm like, oh, that's very cheeky. Or if she, like, <laughs> if she, like walks into a room like such a cheeky cat. You're a very I do cheeky, of... Spudgy. <laughs> Why are you so soft narration of my animals lives like any if they stretch oh big stretch yeah. i say oh big stretch <laughs> to an animal at least five mm-hmm. times a day yeah. in this house it's pure lockdown psychosis yeah. at this point where you're just look at you standing on the chair great <laughs> are you on the chair now like yeah I've been in my house for i was working from home a lot for the last year and my probably my most used phrase was oh what a mister <laughs> oh <laughs> what, a, what mister. a mister yeah 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 i give i give this cat a lot of grief you know, you, you know the other way. Some some Irish parents are just like way too harsh on their kids all the time. <laughs> well, can't I, relate, Connor. I, I don't. I don't do that to my daughter, but I do do it to the cat because it doesn't matter. <laughs> she doesn't care. That energy has to go somewhere. Yeah, that energy yeah. has to go somewhere for yeah, real. Yeah. Like, we've only had the dog for like four months. You know, the dog is like a pure pandemic puppy. Mm-hmm. She's fucking great crack. Like, oh it's my goodness, go. what a beautiful song. Foley, yeah. What a tune. Um, smelly food. <laughs> that's over in the windowsill at the moment <laughs> I'm, very, I'm, the Nick. I'm very allergic to cats like <laughs> no way Claritin Towers yeah like. I'm on the 200 milli- milligrams the big just, the big fuckers just doing little just doing little keys of them like yeah, just little yeah, tiny yeah. McDonald's spoons of them like yeah when she the, when she grows up to be a full cat I'm gonna have to go onto the suppositories just cause they're gonna be too big to swallow <laughs> <laughs> Just big, enormous, like yeah. just Claritin all the way down. <laughs> yeah. But the mm-hmm. the dog, the dog initially when we got her as a puppy was such a ball of chaos that yeah. I was like, I don't know what to do with you. You're so small and you don't know how to be alive, you know. Yeah. And when I look at Anna Packin in this film dealing so elegantly with fucking 16 or whatever, I don't know why I've chosen 16 as a number, but a, a whole a panic of baby geese, yeah. a whole bunch of these fuckers. I'm like, you know, I feel like you're handling this so well compared to me kind of having like a minor asthma attack because my puppy won't go to sleep. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like she handles it super well. I For think sure. it could be I think it, it could be the fact that she's just gone through an incredible trauma and mm-hmm. is meeting the chaos with amazing elegance yeah. as a result of that. But um, 
I feel like her fortitude is is something else. I personally, if you handed me 16 baby geese for 10 minutes, I'd be like, yes, content, taking videos. Mm-hmm. I love you. Mm, gave me some followers. Mm-hmm. But then I would be like, absolutely get rid of these. I hate them. Yeah. I don't know what to do with these animals. There's, like, help me. There's something help to me. do with being t- a teenager that means that you can just like entirely devote all of your uh, attention and brain space to one thing though. And it's like perfect. Like when I was yeah. a teenager, I just like, uh, when I was like, and like for like summer, I would just go to the scout den at 10 in the morning and we would pitch tents and tie lashings until 10 at night. And I would go home and then I would go to sleep and wake up and do the same thing over and over again. I was happy oh, out. So pure. <laughs> it was, yeah. it was great. And like, that's beautiful. Didn't, I didn't have to make any food for myself somehow. I never had to wash anything or think about like it was as if when we had kids we had less responsibilities or something I don't <laughs> it's as if silently in the background there were all these machinations of other people literally doing everything for us like yeah. but also the, we definitely had more energy a hundred percent like <laughs> I was mysterious grown-ups but like I my friends have a, a, a I'm going through a baby wave at the moment it's mm-hmm. amazing to watch but my 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 friend um like my oldest friend had has a, a boy who's two and a half and she does make every moment of his day miraculous. Like he was vibing around the garden yesterday mm. and she just was like, I'm just going to get some bubbles. And she's arrived into the garden and put some bubbles into a bubble maker and suddenly his world was full of bubbles. Yeah. Do you know? And she sat back down and had a cup of tea and kept talking. Yeah. But it was still like just a moment that turns everything into absolute magic. Yeah. And uh, I spent a half an hour running around the garden like, basically just yeeting him around the place <laughs> now was i knackered and did i have this horrifying moment of tell i can't i have to go and sit down i was like i'm so oh <laughs> that i'm telling a toddler that i need a break mm-hmm. like but it is amazing how all this sort of orchestra of adults go into making your experience magical and you don't even notice because you're so lost in how easy it is to be alive and that's what this film kind of is a bit as well, like a magical experience for a teenage girl and a bunch of adults breaking a load of laws, <laughs> and like crossing international borders in homemade aircraft with yeah. a bunch of stolen ass geese. Like it's dicey. It's dicey yeah. times. And she's like, I'm having an adventure. Yeah. And all the adults are like, I'm having a panic attack and my shoulder is fucking dislocated. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah there, you know? there's definitely times when you're like, uh, I hope that, I hope that this is one of the moments that you remember and cherish uh, mm. because it was a lot of, mm. <laughs> a lot of stress and pain went into this. And I hope you don't just like get traumatized by the fact that, you know, your sock was wet. <laughs> I'm so tired right now. <laughs> yeah. I brought, I brought a pocket full of pogs to the house. That was my like key. I was like, I'm going to hang out with this little dude. Pogs. And he's small. So yeah, pogs, actual pogs. Right. From past. And, um, He's real small and he likes really small things. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Small. So every so often I'd be like, yo, Tio. And he'd come over and I'd just give him a pog. <laughs> and he would, and he, they all had dinosaurs on them. And he would just very quietly look at it in his hand and go, wow. <laughs> in <his> tiny voice. <laughs> and then he'd immediately bring it to his mom to show his mom. Yeah. He would look at me and go, are you filling my house with fucking pogs? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was just outraged. Yeah. You're like, no, no, I'm, I'm taking those in. back. You can't buy those anywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, it was just, that could disappear into the annals of nothing mm. or it could stick, you know? Yeah. And so yeah. much of it is just throwing all the magic yeah. at the wall and hoping yeah. and then he's, something He's just going to be like a good. 35-year-old going, I have this memory of this old woman giving me like a disc. <laughs> 
with a dinosaur. But I don't know what it was. Was this it a silver-haired woman who was handing this me giant white-haired woman tokens? <laughs> One of my mom's friends. <laughs> One of my mom's friends. Oh my god. Yeah. That's that's my life now, man. But like, oh, never, spooky shit. Never gonna figure out what that memory was about. Is it just gone? No. <laughs> was it like, what was those discs? And you go, it's gonna do oh like an investigative podcast of like, what was that thing I was given as a two-year-old? Hi, my name is Theodore Barker. Welcome to Pogtown. <laughs> he'll be solving the mystery forever, and eventually he'll find me, and I'll be like, I bought them on eBay, fucker. Like, yeah. what do you want? You know? God, uh, but he's a dote, and he, he's—I don't know. It's—it is—it is different suddenly when there are little ones knocking around, and you're like, I just want you to remember good, good things. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, I want the good vibes to yeah. to keep rolling. Just going, like, please don't remember me being this tired and stressed out. <laughs> I really don't. I don't was, remember the word tired. Yeah. I, I, I have a, a big recommendation for you guys if you if you ever have kids, which is when your child is six months old, do not start shooting a, a no-budget feature film. <laughs> <laughs> that is not smart. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like the kind of thing that, like, our boy Jeff would do uh-huh. with his 13-year-old yeah. daughter, I mean, you know? I mean... Sometimes it's got to be done, but... <laughs> Tell me this. Did you shoot? Were you guys living in Dublin at the time? Like, mm-hmm. how did that work with a with a a, a wee a wee dote knocking around? I mean, I did very little parenting. Was the trick? <laughs> yeah. Was basically tag in, tag out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, tag out, and then <laughs> about two weeks later, be like, okay, I'm gonna be helpful again. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. I'm just tired of sleeping, but uh, yeah, it was. Uh, it could absolutely not have been made if, if Rachel wasn't so incredibly generous with her time. An icon, uh, yeah. I think she also saw that this was my last chance to s- scab all my favors off people before before I had to leave the country. Because <laughs> we were last like, last chances are fake. We were like, last chances are fake. We were like in the process of getting kicked out of that flat, uh, and had been for a long time because they were going to demolish it and rebuild it from the inside uh, as oh. like tinier, tinier flats. Um, uh, it's Charles Dickens shit. Yep. Uh, and so I was like, right, we're not going to be able to live here anymore. Uh, we probably have to jump the country. Everybody else seems to be jumping the country too. Let's, uh, you know, one more for the road, shall we? <laughs> the, the great Muppet caper. <laughs> it was a caper. It was a true caper. Like we did get, we, we got, you know, chased off loads of places because we never got any permits for anything because that would take Amazing. time. And like we didn't use any closed roads. We just filmed on active roads with cars driving around <laughs> Roxanne on a bike with a fucking delivery bag on <laughs> her back amazing was, you know incredible she just you know the amount of mad shit I asked her to do and she was like yeah okay a queen yeah for regular juvenile listeners Roxanne has been with us twice she did Neighbours and she did Pokemon so she did Home and Away in Pokemon was it a- that's a terrible thing for me to say, but wrong, wrong yeah. uh, Australian sitcom shit. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, she's home and away and Pokemon and she's brilliant on both. Yeah. Oh, like, so, so she has incredible stories. Like <laughs> that woman is a, yeah. is an amazing, amazing gal. Yeah. And uh, I was just so excited to see her leading. Like I was just like, this is fucking perfect. Yeah. You and know? she's incredible the entire way through the film. Like she's so funny and so like empathetic. Like, like when I, when I wrote this script originally, um, and I kind of had Roxana like in my brain. I was like, Roxana would is possibly the only person I can think of who could do this. Uh, 
And when I like sent it around to people, a lot of people came back to me and said like, this character seems extremely unlikable. <laughs> and I was like, no, 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 but it's it's based on me oh. and I'm like this and people uh. like me. So it's going to be okay. <laughs> but then like, she seems like she shouts at a lot of people. <laughs> Like, yeah, she's right to. I wish Fair Roxana dates. would show it be more. <laughs> like, it's amazing. But like the cat, the people who are knocking around in the trailer, even it was beautiful to see. Like fucking Aoife Dooley's in there, Tara mm-hmm. Flynn, like Tony Cantwell. Like it's a really, it's a lovely collective of people who might not all be living in Ireland for very long. Yeah, like it, yeah. it, it does feel like yeah. this is a, a group of incredibly gifted people. Yeah, I, I, I'm now. so lucky that some people were, were willing to give me their time, and it, like it's it's an insanely large cast. Like for like most right. of the time when you're making a like a a, a micro budget feature film or well, no budget, whatever you call it, um, the people tend towards like okay, we've got this one location, this big fancy house, and we've got these three actors, and we're just going to do the whole film with these with these things because that'll be cheaper. But I don't necessarily think that's true at all, actually, because it doesn't cost you anything to go to places outside that are free to shoot in anyway. And it's quite easy to get people to come along for half a day to shoot like one scene. And so there's like 60 actors or something in this film. It's gigantic. Amazing. And, and you've all yeah. been appearing in each other's sketches for years beforehand as well. Like, yeah. so a, like, a lot of them. Yes. Yeah. So, so the, definitely yeah. the like the, the core, the core of the film is a lot of people who were uh, like, who I would have met at the firehouse, the uh, short film thing I used to run. Yes, uh, film contest. yes. And so like before that, this wasn't really, this wouldn't have been viable. And, but that kind of let me know enough people who ha- had nothing going on of a Wednesday uh, that they could come down and get <laughs> shouted at by Roxana for 20 minutes. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Which a number of people do. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, I was very, very lucky. And I'm, I'm, I, I'm very proud of it. it I, I can't wait till you guys see it because it's, it's, I'm so excited. Yeah, so excited. Handily, yeah. handily like, the best thing I've ever done. <laughs> what a gorgeous thing that, what a lovely feeling that is. Yeah. Because I loved the podcast when it came out. Like I felt like, and I also felt like it had your artistic imprint on it. I felt like it had your voice in it the as podcast. well. Do you know what I mean? Did you not do like a, did you not do a, you did a fictional show, Probably, right? Probably, yeah. Uh, I, oh, I did a few. Was it The Captain? Oh, The Captain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah I fucking loved The Captain. I see, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, do you like, you're like, like oh yeah, that bullshit, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I don't remember oh, that. great news. I fucking remember great that. Great news, Sarah. I've come you know? on the podcast here to announce that uh, I have a new fiction podcast coming out like next week <laughs> called, no way. yeah, serious? it's called Jailbreakers. <laughs> um, it's, 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 uh, Who's in it? It's like Amy Gallagher, uh, Martin Angolo, Roxana McLean is in it, uh, and Ruth Hunter. Mm-hmm. And it's about four uh, uh, inmates at a minimum security technical prison in in like Green Hills in Dublin. Uh, and it's like Early. I wrote it like maybe four or five years ago. And it just took so long for me to actually get it finished, but it's finally out. Uh, and if you tell you what, if you like heists and uh, <laughs> and uh, and comedy with Roxana in it boy oh boy this is the second best thing you should engage with this month <laughs> that I've made but I also think people should go back and listen to the captain as well because I think that rules yeah it's like it I thought that was fabulous uh, yeah yeah I'm, I, I'm and it felt it was fun to yeah. fucking listen to it that's, ruled that's you good. know so that's good I am a horrible actor though and I recommend not working with me in any kind of acting <laughs> role <laughs> because I can't acting is fake I can't read a sentence to save my life and uh I, uh, I can't remember what I'm doing. 
so hire actors <laughs> and that's what I will be doing from now on I have a small part in this film where I walk across a road <laughs> um, excellent yeah keep an eye people out will me. look at it and go that's Connor yeah like, that's the director yeah. I almost I almost called yeah. myself Luke J. Walker in the credits but then I uh, was like oh. I was like Nah, I'm not a Star Wars it's guy. Too beautiful I don't, for this I don't moment. Think it's I'm a too Star beautiful Wars for this guy. <laughs> Shame upon you in the year of our Lord yeah, I don't want people to think that. I'm just, you know, fair play to those people, but I'm not. A, I'm not one of those. It seems like a lot of hard work these days. It used to be fun. Now it feels like you have yeah. to be mad all the time, and I simply Being can't. Star Wars guy, like, yeah. can't do that. War used to be good. Which crack. brings us full circle, actually, <laughs> because uh, Kate Deschanel filmed some of the desert scenes in Star Wars. Yeah. So there we go. Yeah. And he is the father to the OG Manic Pixie Dream Girl, the CEO Zoe of like, and Emily. Yeah, Emily Deschanel. Vibing of out. Bones. Zoe and Emily Deschanel. Mm-hmm. Love Emily Deschanel. And Zoe Deschanel. Uh, my heart. Okay, I think we've we have uh, firmly covered <laughs> Fly Away Home. My partner, my partner from the other room is going to gonna have heard me say Emily Deschanel I've been like you were talking about Emily Deschanel again weren't you <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> okay um, so if you listen to this episode the day comes out uh, Pumped Up Bicycle Thieves is out today where can people find it if they want to get uh, it so, so uh, if if you're listening to this on the 22nd 23rd or 24th of July you can watch Bicycle Thieves Pumped Up on goawayfilmfla.com provided it hasn't sold out which it can do Up online the flag. believe it or not go on go away. <laughs> uh, and if, if you're watching this listen to this on the 22nd of July and you live in go away <laughs> and it hasn't sold out you can buy a ticket to actually see it live uh, with headphones oh. on in a field very <laughs> um, go away yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah um, at 6pm in Father Brick Park, and he also buys tickets online at GalwayFilmFly.com. Uh, but that that would be absurd if you actually if if you have heard this today, so lovely, having not heard about the film before, and you have come to <laughs> the live screening, I will give you a promotional hat for the film if you come up and tell me that that is why you have been there, and you will find, be able to find me. Just throw a thing at Connor. Me, yeah, are there hats? You've seen the Connor. you've seen you've seen the trailer, haven't you? Yeah. 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 Uh, where is Connor, can I have a hat? Connor. <laughs> well, you know the deal, Sarah. All you got to do. Get to Galway. Is yeah. Listen to this podcast. You have to, you have to listen to it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Listen back to myself complaining about being in my mid 30s, Connor. Is that what I have to do? <laughs> yeah. And then come and tell me that I'll tell you heard about it. <laughs> I can't find Connor, the hats. My heart. I can't find the hats on me, but I do have. Mm. I did buy quite a lot of, bicycle, of yellow bicycle caps. Oh, there we go. Stop! That's amazing. No, they, so it's cosplay, yeah. basically, at this point. Yeah. They, Full bicycle thieves pumped up cosplay. They, oh my god. They don't have the they don't have the wings on them because those took a very long time for me to sew on, and so I'm not going to be doing that for twenty more sets. In the style of a young father inventor sewing sewing wings mm-hmm. onto yeah. caps. Yeah. Like. Uh, Connor, where can people find you if they want to follow you somewhere? Uh, I'm in Glasgow. Do you want people to follow you? Places? West. Yeah. <laughs> west. Uh, to rock over to Glasgow. Just, just west of the West End. Yeah. That's where we we stay. Um, oh yeah, I'm on uh, Twitter at, at Connor O'Toole, and I think I'm not on anything else. I have an Instagram, but I don't. I don't think I've ever used it. <laughs> Just Wise. follow That's me on up. Twitter or email me if, you, <laughs> or you can, you can send me an email. You can text me at 
zero four four. Yeah, you know, fuck it. You can text me at zero four four <laughs> seven eight seven four three five five seven four one and say hello. <laughs> like, Peter Connor. I will not give you a, I will not give you a hat. <laughs> Uh, and oh. also my phone doesn't do emojis so don't send me any emojis because I won't be able to read them <laughs> I got my phone from 12 euro in a, in a news agent <laughs> there's no visual cure but Connor O'Toole has held up a dinosaur bone basically <laughs> to the screen a fucking Nokia 1380 conventional yeah. phone oh my God. here's my phone <laughs> like a little it's not one of those phones Beautiful. that's so small you can store it in your butt for prison. It's it's like a bigger one than that. That's a burner, Connor too. Let's trust your <laughs> oh, phone, sir. Swear to God. Okay, this is a thing that that will that will read over 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 audio. This is, and I am I'm not joking you. This is the default ringtone for when you get a text message on this phone. <gasps> Do you want to hear that again? What's it? Bone chilling noise. What is this? That is a gun firing, reloading, and then the shells hitting the ground. (laughs) That was the default. I just spent so long trying to figure out how to change it. Really stressing me out getting texts in bed. (laughs) Oh, God. Sarah, where can we find you? On the internet, Alan. That's the only place I ever am these days. Uh, you find me at Twitter, at Kripsky. I send it zines every month on Patreon at Zine Club. Um, my novels are in all good bookstores. Other words for smoke and sparing vampires. Uh, I prefer Instagram to Twitter if you'd like to come there and free me from the hell of the bird site. Uh, my handle is at Sarah Grifsky. Please let me go from Twitter, please. Um, Alan, where can we find you? Uh, I'm Alan underscore McGuire everywhere. That's I'm, I'm still on Twitter. I'll be on Twitter till I have a job that doesn't involve a computer. Uh, my dog is in your dreams tonight because you'll hear him barking <laughs> everywhere mm-hmm. you go now. Um, Juvenalia is Juvenalia underscore pod everywhere on Twitter. And in, <laughs> Juvenalia pod on Instagram. It's not Juvenalia underscore pod everywhere at all. Uh, we have a Patreon. We are recording regular Patreon bonus episodes. They're really good also, by the way. What we started and dead. finished in the last two weeks. It's very fun um, to have talk about things you're doing um so oh thank you dean mcdonald for artwork thanks and Dave. thank you to cassie delaney for letting us be a tall tales podcast i love you cassie we love you cassie um and that's it thank you conor too for introducing thanks, us this wonderful wonderful thank film. you very much for having me i'm glad you enjoyed it um certainly did i'll i'll talk to you again soon is this the fake ending of the podcast or the real end of the of the conversation oh it's the fake, fake okay. ending yeah yeah see you, see Bye, you later everybody. everyone Bye. toodles <laughs> Find that out. <laughs> <laughs>